Hello, everyone. I'm Mark L. Vincent. I am the um, director of the Convene Consulting Network, and I'm joined with a couple of good friends here today, Rob Sweetie uh, on your left and Joe LaRusso on the right. Joe is a Convene chair in the San Diego area and does a lot of work with uh, teams of leaders, executive leaders and companies. And Rob Sweetie is a Sandler sales guru and has just done about everything you can think of with sales and all kinds of companies helping to resource their sales department and also often works with leaders and they've been a part of a convene team together for some time that Joe leads and um, I'm really glad that you could join me for this conversation because what we want to talk about is is uh, team management and team leadership and resourcing those teams and I'd like to just kind of go backwards a little bit there's a point that the two of you met and became friends and decided to collaborate on some of this together can you can you tell us that story mm -hmm. Well, I guess the, um, for me, one of my clients I was working with the CEO and uh, there was something that was really special and unique about him. And um, he had his back of his, and his credenza, uh, these convened binders. And I asked him one day, just out of curiosity, what is convened? And he explained it to me. And, um, and then I was approached by Joe when um, he decided to start a Genesis group yeah. six years ago. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, when I first I met Joe, he's, he's awesome. And I told him right on the spot that I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. So you don't have to do anything more. There was no sales, sales technique in no. there. Yeah. Well, Rob, forget he was actually working for two of my convene members at the time. And they both were saying, you got to meet Rob, you got to meet Rob. Very, uh, uh, very fortuitous that we did meet because we sh we just get along well. We're the same age. We um, share faith traditions, and um, bonus, our wives get along great. So we've become really good friends as well as business allies. Well, but somewhere in here, you you decided we can do some work together and really resource executive teams inside of companies. Uh, can you t give us just a little bit more of that background as well? well that was yes. your idea, really, Rob. You know, it was kind of funny because Joe and I both do some of, you know, strategy work and team building and, and things like that, but we do it from different, different angles, come at it from a sort of a different perspective, if you will. And, um, and just talking about maybe there's some way for us to collaborate. Maybe, you know, it's just working together in our different skill sets would be, be really valuable. And so we started the conversation, I don't know, yeah, a few months ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah, really it was Bob, Rob's vision and it took me a, a while to understand it, but then doing a, a couple of trials with him and, and um, really what it comes down to, Mark, we're, we're different personality types, okay, different communication styles. And if you're familiar with the DISC, I'm a high ID, so I'm all people-oriented and uh, driven. You know, let's get this done. Not that he's not people-oriented. He's a great guy <laughs> and loves people. And Rob is uh, in the CS category, right? More logical, more consistent, more, uh, more uh, what's the word? I don't know. Discipline? How's discipline? Structure, plan, get to have a plan. Yeah. You know, what's the process? How are we going to get there? You know, what, what, who's doing what? Right. So when we work together, um, we, we come at it from these different angles, but we're both 
we both see the goal. We both we we understand the common goal for the client, and and so we're able. So I think from a client standpoint, uh, everyone works differently. Everyone communicates differently. Everyone hears differently. So they're able to pick, relate to one of us more than the other, and we get to the goal. And I don't know if we mentioned this, but I've been in Joe's convening group for six years. Yeah. So I've gotten to know Joe really, really well, each of each other, and how we think and how we act and how we handle things. And so it's just, it's evolved over time. Well, so you both have uh, helped teams individually, like you've you know worked with uh, a department or a, a group of senior vice presidents or whatever, and now you're doing some of that work together. So you have um, in multiple ways worked to tailor uh, what you're doing inside a specific company in a specific marketplace, specific length of time that they've worked together, whatever all those dynamics are. So let's say for a moment, I've got a team and I'm asking you to come and, and help me help them congeal and be more effective as a team. Uh, what are some of the elements that I just have to structure into that time if it's going to be worth our while? Or maybe I shouldn't even be doing that kind of structuring. Maybe I need to outsource that part of it as well. What, what would you tell me are the must-haves to do this well? I guess... Let me start. Yeah, go because uh, that's two questions you've asked there, Mark. You know, so well, yeah, there's that's how this works sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll dissect it. That's how we work. So well, brain, right brain. <laughs> so what for me? You know, if we do a two-day retreat, right, and we bring the executive team together, I think the first thing is you need to have some goals for what you want to get out of it. And I look at this as sort of uh, you know the strategic review. And I was just telling Joe earlier, I was thinking about this and the Peter Drucker quote, you know, the difference between leadership and management. Leadership is doing the right things. Management is doing things right. And as leaders, we want to make sure we're working on the right end of the problem or the opportunity, if you will. And so going into this, you know, do we have some, you know, what are some of the strategic issues that we have got to deal with, whether it's new technology, it's competition, it's new business model, it's whatever. Right, we're prepared to discuss, you know, some some major topics, and to do that well, you have to be prepared. You have to be prepared, and by that I mean people have got to do their homework. And sort of the first portion of it is, let's do a data dump, if you will. Let's make sure we all see the world kind of in a similar way through our differences, right? And do that, and so goals, preparedness. And the third thing I think is really essential is that the whole team has to be a part of it. The whole team. And it's very difficult to, to participate and facilitate. And so be prepared to have someone come in that can help drive that conversation, that can structure it, that right? draws people out. And so those would be the, you know, in terms of using the time well, I would say those are the, the three things that you have to do. And then the last one is obviously a mindset. But yeah. So that's, yeah, uh, Rob spot on. I, I think what he was saying was um, the client, the company, the management team brings the content. It's got to be their ideas, their plan, their marketing strategies, their, you know, SWATs, whatever they've got in terms of the data dump. Um, 
and and then we facilitate the conversation. The con what you asked was basically why can't the leader, CEO, owner do it himself? Two a couple of reasons. One, um, they can participate. If they they are equal in the room at, at a chair with equal voice versus having to drive the conversation, which can influence an organization, right? Whether a CEO or owner believes it or not, they have major influence on people's decisions for a lot of reasons. Um, the other thing is we're impartial. Um, we don't have a, we don't have a vested interest, but we um, are are interested in getting them to the goal line, to getting them to to consensus and clarity on what their plan is. And so um, and action and action and action. You know, big yes output. You got to do the work. It's at some some point, right? It all degenerates into work and helping them get to that step. Yeah. Oh, one more thing, Mark. That quote from Peter Drucker, Rob's very humble guy, one of the humble, most humble guy I know, but he heard that right from Peter because he studied under Peter at Claremont College. Uh, yeah, see so that? Right, see right that? from right from the source. That put a put a nice feather in one's cap that that that, that yeah. is. Uh, so I think I heard in what you were saying the importance of the senior executive being able to trust you or whoever as the presenters so that they can be a full participant. Otherwise, they're kind of one foot in the room, one foot still trying to exert control and direct and and either overstepping that or or not really being there and not offering their, their perspectives. So let's say that that leader uh, has developed that kind of relationship with their presenter, and in this case, you, like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there. I'm going to be all in with my team. We need to learn. We need to work at this together. So uh, when you are leading it, there are some specific things you would hope to convey. We might even call them outcomes. Being able to be at the backside of one of those events and say, wow, this was the best thing we've ever done. This was a really great time for our leadership. Uh, what are some of those outcomes that you would hope to see? The first thing and most important thing is consensus. You know, at the end of the day, strategy is a resource allocation issue. It's where do we put our money, people, time, energy into what? Right? And so you have to get consensus. And it may be abandoning some old things, some old right product lines or some things that just aren't right. So you gotta get rid of some stuff. But it's getting consensus. Which is which is getting rid of old attitudes, right? Sometimes the, the right thing to do isn't always carried out or agreed upon. Right, people have vested interests, and that's the beauty about Joe and I working together, <laughs> bring out both parts of it, right? Because there is the mindset and getting people to see it. Yeah. And uh, so I think to me, that's, that's one huge, everybody's on the same boat, everybody's aligned, right? There's something we all rally behind, and the rally behind, here's the three most important things for us to get done over the course of the next, next year. These are the three things, right? We, there's a lot of stuff we do, but the most important things are in how do we structure a program around making sure those things happen. We've got the right people leading it and, and executing on the work. So those would be the two main things for me that we could say, hey, right, mission accomplished. Yeah. And Rob, you know, listening to you, Reminds me, we've talked, uh, Rob mentioned, there's a, there's pre-work involved in getting ready to have an effective retreat. The other piece is there's follow-up. 
right? This is all fun and great and, and exciting. And are you disciplined enough to carry this thing forward? I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, vehicles and programs and ways to get to achieve that once we leave the room. But, but it, it, getting ownership and responsibility and accountability from the management team is key. So, I am. I am. So as I, as I was listening to you, I heard you talking about the importance of preparation and follow-up. And if you're talking about someone who's just kind of managing their way through this, they're not going to care about the preparation and follow-up. They just have this thing every fall. It's time to do it. You're the next ones on deck. Are you available? It's just a transactional thing. Or maybe one step above that is, yeah, teamwork's important, so let's do it. You know, but at that point, it's kind of a passive-aggressive approach to it. You're participating because it's good, not because you desire it. And I, if I'm hearing you correctly, doing that preparation so that the facilitators are brought into what you're developing as a company, its products, its culture, and then making sure on the adult learning side that you're reinforcing it at the back end by some kind of follow-on, some kind of way of checking in, are the things that we decided to do actually happening? And I wanted to make sure in my replaying it back, if I am understanding your point correctly. I'd say he heard us well. Um, and and it's, it's on our part too, our responsibility is to get to, get to know the players, get to know the, the ownership, get to know the plan beforehand. So it's, it's a serious undertaking. We've talked about that. I mean, um, not just a financial and time commitment, as Rob said, you know, where are you going to put your resources? But it's, um, a, a, it's a commitment of, um, it's for people that are really serious. I think you said it well. It's not just the check the box. It's our annual retreat time. Right. Yeah, it's not like just a fun team building thing. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's work. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's work. It is team building. And that's part of the, when you, back to your uh, other question, Mark, of how do we approach this. Um, it is a team building and a communication building and a, let's work out the kinks and the old cobwebs and all of those skeletons while we're get moving forward with process strategy. Yeah, and the, 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 for what Joe and I talked about this, that, that pre-work or follow-on work could be members from the convening consulting network people that have expertise in specific areas that we can help them get the right resource or their chair or their chair or their chair, or their chair. chair will have a lot of involvement in this process because again we come in you know for a weekend or you know a couple days um, and maybe maybe after i mean but that's not what we're about it's it's the, there has to be some accountability and the chair is a perfect thing if it's a convenient member perfect person so you're, you're making me think how this flips around the other direction too, which means if you're going to invite someone in to help facilitate, one of the signs that they are the real deal is if they say, let's do some pre-work so that we actually deliver for your moment in the business. And then let's have some follow on here. They're not just like upselling you or trying to have even more than what you were bargaining for. They want to have impact. 
And if you've got a presenter or facilitator who's like, look, I know what I'm doing. Just let me come in and mail it in and drop my spiel on you and walk away. That also would be a transactional approach that is not going to get you what you're looking for. It's not just, hey, how famous are they or did they write a book and they're just going to rehash what we could have read. It's much more. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's much more about actually bringing this together and folding them together. Uh, so you learn yeah, to care point. about. Go ahead. Go ahead. The word that I heard when you describe it, it's it's dynamic. We're we're not, yes. it's not a canned program. We're not coming in with a with a routine or spiel. It's dynamic in terms of we 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 will adjust it depending on the needs of the team. Let's say the team is really not cohesive, and I mean we might have to spend more time in that area. You know, they might come in with a great strategy, but just be all over the board in terms of alignment, right? Um, So again, that's that getting to know you phase and tailoring it to the client. So you both learn to care about this a lot. There's something about your own journeys and experiences with teams that led you to care about the teams of others and want to be a resource to them. Can you just walk us through a little bit of those journeys respectively that you've had? Mm. Uh, you know, for me, I, it's, it's kind of funny. I'm, my career, if I, if I look back um, as a professional, that's before I did the Sandler and things, um, I was always kind of handed the things that were messed up. Mm-hmm. They always kind of gave me the <laughs> things that were I didn't, even, little bit. I didn't even know that one part. And that's why you joined your convene team. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> oh, hey, I get that. <laughs> so, but because I do think I have a unique ability to, to, to kind of help people think things through. And so, you know, in my professional career, what's the current situation? What are we, you know, where, where are we? And then what are we trying to do? And I'd always do the same thing. You know, what are the top three things we've got to do to make a difference? What are the three things that are going to move the needle? And make sure we got the right people working on it. And it's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. But, you know, getting people there, because people have different perspectives. And I always find this first thing is let's all get on the same page. Right? And if we agree to disagree on the impact of something or the direction it's going, so be it. And someone has to make a decision. Right. But at least get all the cards out on the table and everybody has their say. And that's sort of how you get buy in. Right. And you get a commitment. And if you don't like the answer, right, at least you had a chance to have your say. Mm-hmm. And on the positive side, we all got something to rally around. We rally around the things that are going to make, move the needle. And guess what? When you do it, people are happy. They see accomplishment, they see growth. Right. They see something move forward or we've made it our best effort and it's not the time. Right? This ain't going to work. And so I guess that's, I don't know if that, yeah, that's my perspective. It, I guess it answers it well. And, and Mark, you remind, it reminds me, Rob and I come to our current roles um, from different um, backgrounds. Rob came from a heavy corporate experience where they had structures and they had training and they had, right all of that in place i came from the seat of the pants world Uh, i grew up in a in a family business Uh, if you haven't figured out by now i'm italian so 
a lot of emotion, um, never got away from the business, you know, whether it was Christmas Eve at the dinner table, because everyone was involved, including the, the people who weren't involved in the business were had their nose in it. Uh, then I had a partner for 23 years. So I was, you know, I had a partnership, so I've experienced that. Uh, basically, I, I saw a lot of poor examples of teams. Um, in the past 12 years, um, I've, I've learned what a good team is and what it looks like and been able to watch that in my members, my community members' growth of their companies and in their leadership. So, again, this is a, a, a playing off the difference in dynamics from Rob and I. That's great. So I'd like to just move to a real practical kind of outcome thing. One of the main purposes of these podcasts is to be able to say, here's how this stuff works in real life. Um, it's not just an idea and it's not just, hey, we know things and, and trying to put that out in front of others to, to consume. So if you had a story uh, I'd like to ask you to tell a story of a place where you put this to work. You you did this kind of tailoring work, and the team really showed up, and you 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 know adjusted to whatever the dynamics were in the room, and whatever the follow on was, and you could say this was a success uh, for what it is that we're trying to deliver. So, what would yeah. a story like that be out of your experience? I got a couple. Okay. Can I go first? You go first. You All right. Gee, thanks. See how we work well <laughs> together. <laughs> two two stories. One's one simple, and it addresses the topic of leadership. Senior leader facilitating a retreat. I had a cl recent client who did just that for ten years. Had led their annual retreat which was their board, which was 12 members who were all in management positions, was their board. Uh, they'd go away for a weekend. Uh, they'd have fun. They would golf. Um, the spouses would come. Uh, and then they would do some serious business. Mm -hmm. the, the owner decided to bring in a facilitator, me, this, this time. And he actually, at the end of it, he said, it's great to just be able to participate. So back to your point. That's an important point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was that was a real win in in my mind that he got, saw the value of that. That's a short story. The other experience I have recently, and I'm still working with this company, is um, family business, 40 years old, two brothers who were transitioning, successioning the business to three next generations. So now you have five owners. Wow. wow. Yeah. All related. <laughs> and great guys, great business, um, well-principled, uh, you know, Christian uh, believers, all of the good stuff. Yet I would come to their management meetings early on and they would talk and they would discuss and they would have robust dialogue and nothing happened. Nothing moved. They had a technical transition plan of how to move shares to the next gen. And that was like three years into the thing, but they hadn't moved any responsibility, accountability, the, you know, the, the, the owners were not letting go, the original owners were not letting go, and the young guys were saying, give, me, give us more. Through the process of me facilitating that dialogue, they have successfully transitioned, the owners are there, but they're really not working day to day, um, and, and we're in this real nice sweet spot of, of this transition, which wasn't moving at the time. And you know those guys. I do. <laughs> I know them well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, too, because of, again, you know, the way Joe and I come at things, it's just, they complement each other. And 
sort of my story was it was a company that I was working with and they they have a core product and a core market and that's where they've they made their money for mm. forever forever and um they wanted to grow and they saw and they had dabbled in other vertical markets and so what what should be our strategy going forward and so what we did is we actually looked at the different markets and size and opportunities and competition and defined them and we also looked at internally what it costs to support the different product lines and so we did our retreat and presented a lot of the information about right here's here's what the business looks like and um we took a break and one of the people said hey you need to talk to the ceo because he's very upset mm. so it was break and i went out and i saw him, you know said hey what's going on and he goes oh I, I just realized that i've been putting all my money and resources in the wrong market for the longest time wow and what they didn't realize is that core market that they held on to so closely the cost of actually getting a sale was higher than in some of these other markets and so we did a complete shift into another vertical it's incredible the opportunities and they ended up meeting some entrepreneurs inventors that had developed a product that we actually commercialized and it took the company to a whole new level but that would have never happened if they hadn't taken the time to sit back and actually take a hard look at the business and the opportunity Good, hard honest look at the business and mark at your question of what are the specific outcomes there's an example of we may not know what the outcome will be well, right so, yeah. and, and you know uh, you know being convene being a christian-based organization i mean the holy spirit it plays a big part in this movement of solutions of, of coming to to realization like the ceo did um we're, we're going to use that third uh, third player on our team too <laughs> and that was such for them that was such a hard thing because there were a lot of people invested in that core market and to hear that we're going to shift resources sure. and do things differently a lot of resistance of there's a lot of change management that happened after after right yeah. and structure right yeah. and how you how we okay now we know this well, how do we move forward so right. this, so this team cohesion will really matter then at that point go ahead joe well, I was going to say, so what we're offering is not for the faint-hearted. I mean, are you willing to face the reality and, and do something about it? Um, yeah. I think we've got the chops to um, make you look at that reality. Um, that, you know, and, and again, Rob, Rob keeps us on point and process, and I'm the one going, what do you mean by that? Um, you, that was a funny look on your face when when Rob made that comment. Um, you've been real quiet. This seems that it's going to affect you uh, if we make these changes. What do, what do you think? So that that's kind of how we play this game. Yeah, I, I've been struck that in a way above other tandems that I you know that I know other people that do this kind of work. You've been in a position for one of you to really be reading the room and drawing the, the group dynamic together and one 
to be working at the work part of it. Uh, you know, what's what's the process? What's the outcome? And there's a there's a great match here for that. I, I really want to thank you for taking this time for a conversation with me, so that we could let others know about this particular offering and how it would be useful, and so that they could think through how they do their own kind of team retreats, regardless of the resource that they're using. Because if they're serious, they want to have an impact. This is such a critical factor for setting their culture and being able to live into the changes they want, because this is one of the ways you build the, the cohesion. And I, and I was experiencing as you were sharing how much like a, well, let's say a great cup of coffee this was, you know, it, it's just rich. And after you get that mouthful of it and you're swallowing it, you're tasting the roast, you're tasting it, you're feeling the, the caffeine kick in. Yeah, there you go. That, that the idea that, that as this got, as you went deeper into this, it just got better and richer and the, the uh, relationship you have, but also that the, the business knowledge that you're bringing to this. Uh, is also a very substantive thing. So for all of you listening, I, I just want to say thank you for participating with uh, us as we had this conversation. I want to thank you, Rob and Joe, for joining us. We'll put their contact information up on the screen so that if you want to engage a conversation with them, you can go deeper, and I hope you will. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Mark.